Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I am your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. You guys, we have a very special episode tonight, but before we get into that, of course, a word from us. Calm your body down. I didn't do it. I thought a sound was going to come out. Nothing. I know. I, I literally... I'm sorry. Like, I'm I was like, like oh, wait, wait. there was nothing. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like literally like not even that happened. Just... So guys, you know, we've got all the good stuff, the bath bombs, the pumpkin spice, the skulls, the oatmeal honey, the lavender, oh, honey. the rose. Oh, honey. We've got them all available on Calm Your Body Down on Etsy. Um, I might have some new stuff coming out um, before the end of the year, but keep checking back. Um, Instagram, Etsy, everything on Calm Your Body Down. Calm your body down. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do now. Like, <laughs> sounds like a sneeze. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like a tick. Like, Okay, guys, so you may hear an unfamiliar voice, and that voice is the lovely Lilith Cash, who we have on this evening to talk about all things zombies, because she is a massive zombie fan, as we are massive zombie fans. I cannot believe we haven't talked about zombies on the podcast yet, but today was the time. So, if you could give a warm welcome to the amazing Lilith Cash. Hello. Hi. Oh, round of applause. Are we doing a round of applause? Yay! Round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hi. Hello. Lilith, we are so happy to have you on. Um, If you just want to go ahead and like plug anything, your socials, um, and then after that, just kind of tell us what got you into zombies. Sure. Uh, Yes. So as these wonderful wonderful beautiful people have said uh my name is lilith cash um you can follow me on instagram at lilith cash and then also on tiktok uh at lilith cash um i instagram is mostly just my modeling um and i do weird things um mostly spoopy things and fun sexy things i guess if you like thirst traps um, you really do. You <laughs> actually really do. Who doesn't like even, an even sometimes I'll track. get on there and I'm like, oh god. Like, what I'm like, happen? I would just like to say I know her personally. <laughs> <laughs> I see her in person. <laughs> um, and uh, TikTok, I am an array of things. Uh, I talk about serial killers. I talk about horror. I talk about uh, mental health. I I don't know. I talk about all kinds of things. I'm also very funny. I think I'm funny. I think you're funny. Um, I think you're funny. <laughs> I think I'm pretty goddamn hilarious. Am I allowed to curse on here? Am I allowed you're, to I mean, the, na- the word fuck is in the name. I so mean, that's good. fair. Okay, that's true. I don't so, know. Uh, it's, you know, we appreciate you asking. Okay. I, I know that it's in the title, but still, some podcasts are like, oh, we can't say bad words here. Uh, we so. don't say goddamn. Okay. Okay, well, goddamn. <laughs> don't use the uh, Lord's name. <laughs> don't say the Lord's name, V. Can you please say Lucifer damn? <laughs> Thank you. Well, Lucifer damn. That just sounds stupid. <laughs> Lucifer Morningstar. <laughs> um, that just sounds like I'm like scolding him. I don't know. <laughs> Lucifer uh, Morningstar. I need you to go to your room. The full name, Mom. Uh, <laughs> the whole name, Mom. 
Um, yeah, so do all kinds of things on TikTok and uh, do the fun things. Talk about uh, Walking Dead a lot on there. Um, uh, so yeah. So what got you into zombies? Like, why are zombies like one of your favorite things? Um, so I've always kind of been into horror. Uh, one of the first things that got me into horror when I was about 10 was The Exorcist, which I shouldn't have been watching that at 10. Uh, Same. That, that was, that was the, that was a very bad idea. And Same. even today, Dr. Grant. <laughs> Uh, and today at 36, I still have trouble watching that movie without having horrible nightmares. Same. Um, <laughs> it, it's very weird. But uh, right after that, I watched uh, Night of the Living Dead, the very original from the 60s. And I became absolutely obsessed um, with the idea of that being the reason that the world ended of the, the dead just coming back. Um, not even, you know, people getting sick and dying and then coming back, like the, the dead literally coming out of their graves and coming back and eating people. That just fascinated me. I'm like, what? but what if, but what if, what if that was the thing? Um, the whole idea of, you know, hell became too full and so the dead came back so after that i just became completely obsessed with the idea and started watching anything i could that had to do with the undead um not just zombies uh, mummies vampires things like that so i just continued watching all of that that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's it's one of the reasons why I was like, "This is the perfect episode for you." Because <laughs> for sure, you ever since I first met you, um, and I've met I met Lilith five years ago. Oh my! Was it that was it long? five or six years ago? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Wait, hell. oh my god! Was um, it that long ago? I don't. I have no sense of time. Time is relative. Oh, uh, because right, we, we have know. been in a grand panini. For in almost we, two years. We, in 2020 the, didn't happen. The, Did it? It's a whole poot lavato is and, what we've been in. <laughs> and 2021 is going to be over in literally two months. Literally, so. 2020 was two years ago, two months from now. Yep. Shit. What the fuck? What? Yeah. So, guys, I've been, been living Lilith in a zombie like, apocalypse. So, we have. <laughs> just about. Yeah. Um, I met Lilith five or six years ago at Horror Hound in line to actually get in. And we just immediately hit it off. And shout out to Sydney because I met Sydney at the same time. Sydney, you're an amazing person. Love you so much, my child. Poor hound just bringing the <clears throat> my fam together. Yeah. <laughs> I really have met a lot of people over around. It's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Um, but I've always, literally from the moment I've met you, one of the things you have talked about nonstop was The Walking Dead yeah. and zombies. <laughs> like that was just... Your whole embodiment. You just love the <laughs> well, zombies. Well, you know, it's really the show. It's not the origin of zombies, but it's really the show, especially in the last few years, that's really put zombies on the map. And mm -hmm. even though George A. Romero was, you know, really the kind of grandfathered it all in, mm -hmm. um, The Walking Dead sort of became the catalyst. and To make it more of the, like the pop culture. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally sure. everywhere, even 
now we're getting even people who we're getting really, copycats, unfortunately. But it's mm, it's even people it's who happening. are really big horror fans like really know what zombies Dead, are yeah. and love The Walking right, Dead. So yeah. that's actually well because it's more too. of a human. The things with zombies that we'll get more into the folklore of it. There's there's such a human and humane element mm -hmm. to zombies. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when you think of that these are people that you knew yeah. this are this is family yeah. these are friends these are co-workers sure. as my roommate says if a zombie apocalypse ever happened just kill her <laughs> she's like if i'm not even a zombie just kill me please <laughs> oh, my, just, I can't, I can't my husband and i are surviving i'm oh I'm, yeah i'm carol well i told bitch. her i've already told quite enough people i'm the one to look out for if well you i told danielle i said listen i'm grabbing bb and i'm going to i'm going to becky's because i know we're going to survive and I can literally walk to your house from I, here. Yeah, I have I have two replica Lucille's. I'm putting those on my back. <laughs> I, I'm getting in my my car, Remy, and I'm just fucking yeah, running over people. Whether we're armed. Whether they're zombies or not, I, don't I mean, give a shit. at that I'm just point, gonna fucking run people over. <laughs> that point, beggars can't be choosers. Nope. I've had so... I have coworkers that are like, uh, I know when a zombie apocalypse happens, I'm gonna go to Lilith's house because she's she's got me. That's why I was like, I'm going, I'm going to Becky's because we have. Yeah, we. Well, it's, it's the closest. My husband and I have here. a bug out plan. Like we are, we are preppers. Like we, we, we you will know are, what to do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are the yeah, real yeah, yeah. Michonne. I have. <laughs> you are the real Michonne. But I'll be more of a Carol. I have I'm just a, letting everybody know that. Have, like, don't get it twisted. I have, a, I have a friend who actually her her dad has like her i guess his house is pretty much a bunker like oh when that's he, incredible when he bought it it was made that way and so he just kept it that way he's just like, he's like let's fucking, roll with this it. is fucking dope like i saw so the writing he, on the wall <laughs> so he just fucking kept it that way and he has like fucking guns and shit and i'm like i'm not yeah. much of a gun person i'm more of a melee type of gal because uh you know guns are too loud that's yeah, I'm gonna, definitely. Like, I'm, I'm more into the swords. And yeah, like and stuff like, like that I said, too. Lucille. I'm gonna have Lucille. We got like, it all that's, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna have Lucille. I'm gonna have a machete. Like I'm gonna fucking got that too. Now. <laughs> got both so, of those. All right, but I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm coming to your dad's house. <laughs> Except my Lucille will be in real barbed wire. Oh, fake barbed oh, yeah, wire. Yeah, By the yeah. time shit really hits the oh, fan, yeah. we're busting out the real oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Or you could At just nail point, nails in a bat. Oh, so like Stranger yeah. Things. There Steve we go. Yes, like Steve going. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> you got one Lucille <laughs> and one Steve bat. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. Ready. Like babysitter Steve. <clears throat> Hell yeah. <laughs> the best mom in the world. The he best is really mom. Best mom. <laughs> he really, yeah. So, <clears throat> so before we get into all things zombies as far as shows and movies, which I'm sure everyone's just gnawing at the bit for we have to of course talk about where zombies came from so becky has done the amazing thing of finding a great uh article that is from the history channel oh, such good research <clears throat> she really does she's yeah. she's the best at finding these i try now man great. <laughs> she's like by the way i found this i do article. the I'm like, i do the deep dive you. i'm like i'm you. the documentarian she is i watch a lot of documentaries no there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that no i love it i love documentaries wealth of useless knowledge um but i've all i've also <laughs> been very deeply into the folklore of zombies because of the um you know a lot of it originated in african caribbean voodoo voodoo hoodoo mm -hmm. cultures 
which, um, you know, unfortunately, which unfortunately became stigmatized in the folklore, but in reality, you know, when you, when you look at slavery at the time that those were the ways that a lot of Africans were able to hold on to their culture mm -hmm. where, you know, white man came in and very much Christianized everything That's, and told them that they weren't going to. That's, that's I mean, exactly what I was going to say. That they weren't allowed to believe in what they would believe in. <laughs> because so those people, Because white people. Those cultures were very, you know, holding on to those parts of their belief systems and yeah. their religions were very important to them. And obviously over the years, once it became in the mainstream culture, it became, um, people became scared of it when mm -hmm. in reality there was a lot of, beauty still a lot of um you know they worshiped saints they pulled a lot so they even pulled a lot from catholicism what they were taught when yeah. catholicism kind of came in with missionaries they yeah. sort of mixed that in with traditional african culture so it's actually a very beautiful religion it's not scary as people make it out to be yeah. but oh you mean um, like all religions yeah besides and the as, one and to be very clear <laughs> voodoo and hoodoo are closed practices yes you have to be invited in in order to practice yes so so specifically white too many people, white people on tiktok hu running white, around <laughs> white people do not just go and start practicing to quote cd and the players find a priest <laughs> don't just go and do it so just we highly advise against that yeah please if you are if highly you are, advised if you are interested in learning about voodoo and hoodoo please find a priest that is versed in the culture and versed in the religion yes. just just want to put that out there as put it a, out there as a, a disclaimer, disclaimer <laughs> as a disclaimer to white people very it's about being respectful. It's yes. about because being if you're not respectful of the spirits, they will they, yeah. they will not be happy. They won't be respectful of you. Uh, no. Show their vengeance. So yeah, so just an eventful spirit is not a great time. No, just wanted <laughs> to put that disclaimer out there before moving forward. Yes, continue. Absolutely. I apologize. For no, interrupting. no, interrupt. <laughs> very no, that's very, 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 very true. Yeah, um, and important. Yeah. Getting into the origin of zombies, um, the ancient Greeks may have been the first civilization terrorized by a fear of the undead. Archaeologists have unearthed many ancient graves, which contain skeletons pinned down by rocks and other heavy objects assumed to prevent the dead bodies from reanimating. That's Zombies a terrifying folklore. word to put there too, like reanimating. Reanimating. <laughs> zombie folklore. Is, I mean, to hear the word reanimated corpses versus zombie, I feel like zombie is a lot cuter. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, reanimated corpse. Zombie is such a cute it's little a word. Cute. I'm like, reanimated corpse. What? Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. It's terrifying. Um, zombie folklore has been around for centuries in Haiti, possibly originating in the 17th century when West African slaves were brought to work on Haiti's sugarcane plantations. Brutal conditions left slaves longing for freedom. And according to some reports, the life or rather afterlife of a zombie represented the horrific plight of slavery. <clears throat> so voodoo, sometimes spelled B-O-D-O-U or V-O-D-U-N, is a religion based in West Africa and practiced throughout Haiti and the Caribbean, Brazil, and the American South and other places with an African heritage. Many people who follow the voodoo religion today believe zombies are myths, but some believe zombies are people revived by, by a voodoo practitioner known as a, is it Bokor? Bokor. Bokor. 
Bokors have tradition have a tradition of using herbs, shells, fish, animal parts, bones, and other objects to create concoctions, including zombie powders, which contain a tetrodoxin. Whoa, tetro tetrodotoxin. Thank you. <laughs> There's so many letters there that I. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like consonants and vowels. Tetrodoxin. There's a toe. Tetro <laughs> A deadly neurotoxin found in pufferfish and some other marine species. Use oh, no. <clears throat> the serpent in the rainbow is an amazing movie that touches on that. I've heard about lot. that. Yep. Yes, that is a very. Uh, I I feel like anyone that is interested in knowing as far as the folklore with neurotoxins <laughs> in relations to voodoo and um, zombies specifically should see the serpent in the rainbow. That's a really, really, really good movie. One of, and, you know, obviously after Night of the Living Dead, but goes more... <clears throat> Night of the Living Dead never goes into the folklore of zombies, but and the Serpent wide. and the Rainbow yeah, the does more. The, the zombies yeah. coming back, yeah. So it's used carefully as sublethal doses. The tetrodotoxin. Hey! <laughs> we did it! Got Yay! It. <laughs> combination may cause zombie-like symptoms with such as difficulty walking, mental confusion, and respiratory problems. High doses of tetrodotoxin can lead to paralysis and coma. This could cause someone to appear dead and be buried alive, then later revived. So though it is rare, there are several credible reports in medical journals of people using these compounds to induce paralysis in people, then revive them from the grave. A 1997 article in the British medical journal The Lancet described three verifiable accounts of zombies. In one case, a Haitian woman who appeared to be dead was buried in a family tomb only to reappear three years later. An investigation revealed that her tomb was filled with stones and her parents agreed to admit her to a local hospital. In another very well-documented case, now this is the one I became the most familiar with and actually kind of goes in relation to the <clears throat> Serpent and the Rainbow movie. Um, it's about a Haitian man named... Clairvius Narcisse, who entered a local hospital with severe respiratory problems in 1962. After he slipped into a coma, Narcisse was declared dead and was buried shortly thereafter. But 18 years later, a man walked up to Angelina Narcisse in a village marketplace insisting that she was his sister. Doctors, townspeople, and family members all identified him as Clairvius Narcisse, who claimed that he had been buried alive and then dug up and put to work on a distant sugar plantation. So it actually even goes back to the horrors of slavery that people were actually zombified, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. and used as slaves, essentially. Mm -hmm. yep. So according to the undead 18th century by Linda Troost, zombies appeared in literature as far back as 1697 and were described as spiritual spirits or ghosts not cannibalistic fiends i almost said friends cannibalistic <laughs> friends everyone loves cannibalistic friends <laughs> i don't know if you would have any friends because would you eat them i don't you know I, well i mean i guess it depends well i mean tina from bob's burgers she's got a whole that's like, true yeah she does have she was in ass. love with <laughs> you know <laughs> They arrived on the film scene around the same time as their monster peers, Frankenstein and Dracula, with the 1932 release of White Zombie. But it wasn't until 1968 the zombies acquired a cult following with their own release of The Night of the Living Dead, directed by George Romero. Over the next 15 years, Romero directed two more zombie films, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. As special effects technology improved with each film, the zombies appeared more gruesome and realistic. 
from the 1980s on. Dozens of zombie films were made. Even Scooby-Doo battled zombies in the 1998 film Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. I okay, that but movie. that that movie is bomb. It is so good. It's like, a classic. Just, I remember that movie. <laughs> just so everyone, if you haven't watched that It's a classic. Movie, it's, it really it's fucking is. dope. And everyone should see it. Yeah, I agree. Just, I agree. I mean, Scooby Doo is kind of. I mean, the like the original. Where are uh, Scooby Doo? Where are you? Look, if Scooby Doo isn't a okay. part of your zeitgeist from childhood, <laughs> if, I don't... if you haven't watched any Scooby Doo, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yes, <laughs> um, because it's dope. All of it is dope. Scooby Doo Doo. Very true. Um, so my friends have a dog amazing. named Hubie, and I always if go you don't like, say Hubie Dooby Doo. Okay, good. Good for you. Uh, but yeah, no, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island is... Dope. Literally, Annie will be like, we will go around screaming, Hoobie-dooby-doo, where are you? <laughs> you have to! <laughs> oh, good! Um, and the 2013 release of World War Z starring Brad Pitt brought zombie culture to a disturbing new level, which actually, that was not what brought yeah, the zombie culture just to the new level. really not. It was really yeah. The Walking Dead. But anyway, not surprisingly, television jumped on the zombie bandwagon with iZombie and Helix. iZombie was actually decent. I have I never no idea what it, Helix is. But yeah, I don't yeah. know what Helix um, is either. But no zombies ever terrified more television viewers than those on The Walking Dead. That's Each show features a post-apocalyptic <laughs> zombie feeding frenzy that leaves Fans horrified, yet unable to look away. Is, is it horrifying? Not every episode. Not every episode. This, there's horrifying. a lot of lying we'll, right here. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get... I'm, goes into... Yeah. I will talk about The Walking Dead. We'll get there. So, Hold up. Um, are zombies in the fire? Hold up. So modern I, well, day... <laughs> Well, technically, well, we might upset some folks uh, with yeah, this one. But, uh, trigger um, warning. Modern day carnivorous zombies... Uh... The modern-day carnivorous zombies aren't in the Bible, but there are many references to bodies being reanimated or resurrected, Very true. which may have inspired zombie myths throughout history. The book of Ezekiel <clears throat> describes visions where Ezekiel is dropped in a boneyard and prophecies to the bones. The bones start to shake and become covered with muscle and flesh until they're reanimated, yet there was no breath in them. Very weird. I remember that Bible story mm. right and now. And the book of Isaiah, <laughs> there states, Thy dead men shall live together with my body, with my dead body shall they arise. Awake and sing, ye that dwell in dust, for the for thy dew is the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Bro, the Bible is metal. More <laughs> the Bible is metal as fuck. It really <laughs> is. It really is. Moreover, passages abound in both the Old and New Testaments about the resurrection of saints and sinners in the end times. This may be one reason so many zombie stories are associated with the apocalypse. Very true. Why does the modern... <sighs> Are you okay? Are you gonna make it? Modern. modern. <laughs> Why does the modern world have such a love affair with zombies? History may be to blame, according to Stanford literary scholar Angela Becerra Vitergar. Vitergar tells Stanford News she believes mankind's perception of violence took a drastic turn after the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki during World War II. She feels such a large scale. She feels such large scale disasters cause people to fictionalize their deaths on a mass scale and focus on survival of the fittest, a common theme among zombie narratives. The CDC agrees. They took advantage of zombie mania and created a zombie preparedness website to motivate people to prepare for disasters and offer tips on how to survive a zombie apocalypse and other catastrophes. The site was a huge hit. 
Whether you're a fan of zombies or the thought of running into one causes you to sleep with one eye open, they're still part of modern pop culture. Although the zombie myth has a basis, in fact, today's zombies have taken on a life of their own. They really have, especially when you go back to um, Night of the Living Dead. You know, I don't think George A. Romero with that movie, I, I don't know if he meant to or not, but it's been brought up later how much social commentary is in that movie specifically, especially with the fact that it was make, made in 1968. Um, right after he made the movie, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. So there was a timing with that movie specifically, especially if you even go back with a lot of the African folklore with zombies, there was only one black man in that entire movie. And there was a lot surrounding with him basically being the, being hero, the hero. That's one of the reasons I really liked the movie. Yeah. White people sort of, you know, there, there were white, especially the, the main Barbara in the movie. You, you see this part where it's sort of like, is she more uncomfortable They're with a black you, man? Barbara. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Funny story. That was my mother's name. So that, that oh, always made me oh. crack up. My dad would chase <laughs> her around the house and say that. So it was yes. really, really, really funny. If he did, um, I mean, <laughs> if, if he did sort of set up, why didn't you live? <laughs> so it was, it was a lot to say that were, were these people more terrified of the zombies or were they more terrified that a black man was saving them from the zombies? The people that were in the house with him and you saw him take, a, take control. Take control yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, he's murdered by the same people that he was trying to save. So mm -hmm. it, it's it's really, you really can't bring up the folklore of zombies without bringing, and even the original movie that sort of introduced zombies into the stratosphere. Into the you can't culture, really bring yeah. it up without talking about racism. There were so many, sure. there's so many elements to it that you have to talk about it because it it's it's a part of the folklore it's a part it of it stems from it stems from it the folklore of african culture and from voodoo and hoodoo um it's i mean i i love that you brought that up that's that's a big part of the the zombie aspect um, that to I, make a zombie was to literally, I mean, before it took off to where now we have it, to where it, it's lab leaks or experiments yeah, or yeah, all yeah. this done. In the original folklore, it was like to literally have control to over somebody, somebody that you would turn them into a slave, right? A, and, essentially. And the, fact, the fact that like some of the original stories of it, it was um, concoctions. It wasn't even the, you know, reanimated corpses that, you know, that's what it is now. Right. It's people coming back from the dead. That's what zombies have become. And the original folklore um, from African culture, it was concoctions from voodoo and hoodoo where it was given to people, to slaves. Yes in order to zombify them so that it was easier to control them. And so they basically were nothing. They were almost brain dead, but not brain dead enough that they couldn't move their bodies. They right. couldn't, you know, they, they were still able to breathe. They still had a heartbeat. 
they still could move their bodies, but they had no free will. No, none at all. They had to follow every single order. So the fact that it went from that to flesh-eating undead people is really, really interesting. <clears throat> like, the, And I think that had a lot more to do with the commercialization of zombies. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Absolutely. why I really, I really encourage a lot of people <clears throat> if they want to get their start in zombies is... You have to make the serpent and the rainbow. I know I keep going back to that. No, movie, absolutely. I agree. Wade Davis is a ethnobotanist. He was he wrote the book in 1985 because he actually studied zombies in Haiti. So that book was actually mm -hmm. based loosely based, and the movie was loosely based on him. So mm -hmm. Bill Pullman um, basically plays a fictionalized version of him about this this white. Uh, anthropologist going to Haiti to study these neurotoxins that are being used and essentially he gets involved with a voodoo ceremony where mm -hmm. he get now this, this this doesn't really happen to Wade Davis but in the movie Bill Pullman's character he basically gets turned into what the he's song, essentially trying to to person. study. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. Um, I haven't watched that in so long. I haven't either. It's been I'm a long so glad you time. brought that up. I, need to, like, I a, need to watch it. It's it's, it's another Wes Craven movie. classic yeah. that a lot of people forget about. It's it's great. I'm so glad you um, brought that up because nobody talks about it. They don't. And it needs it to be a got part. Blocked out of wasn't, my it, wasn't it actually featured on Horror, Horror Noir? Yes, it was. I it was it talked was. about. Yeah. It was <laughs> talked about because you you can't Again, you cannot talk about the folklore of zombies without talking about its roots in African culture and Caribbean cultures because that's where it started and, and the connections with slavery and all of that to where I think at a time that probably became uncomfortable for a lot of people. So it became more commercialized now into what we... The you know, lab leaks and we all carry the virus and, you know, whatever the case may be. But I think a lot of that took a switch in the 80s and 90s. And if you think about where our government was, where the sure. culture of our society was at the time, Absolutely. you know, this is a lot, this is a lot of timing in the 80s and 90s where people were starting to become very just, you know, you're, we're, we're going through the Reagan era. We've gone through, you know, where people have become very distrusting of the government. And when you, anytime you ever have that going on in the world, you look at pop culture, it plays into that wholeheartedly. And what, I mean, how, how easy is it to make, to, to turn, to take the zombie subculture and, and turn it into something where it literally came from, African dysphoria, mm -hmm. you know, slaves and whatnot, to now flipping it into, hey, what if the government Where is trying to make, yes, yeah. because how sure. easy would it be? I mean, and, and I, I, you know, I know people have been beaten to death with this, but I mean, in, in recent years, what we've seen, now we're hearing about <clears throat> lab leaks, we're hearing about all this yeah. stuff, and that played into the culture when zombies started to be introduced as now, you know, we get 28 Days Later and those type of movies coming in where it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Are there, could there possibly be experiments being done? Yeah. You know, all of these different, you know, governments and different countries wanting to use um, 
I mean, we, we've seen it. We've we've seen um, and not just that we've seen terrorist attacks yeah. with like sarin gas with different, um, mm -hmm. you know, I remember what was it? What was the other one that scared <clears throat> the shit out of everybody for the longest time? The uh, swine flu? No, um, not sarin, but uh, it was another type of substance. There that was, was anthrax. Going. Anthrax. Oh, that, that was another yeah, one that, that was, was scaring people. And, yeah. So, yeah, you start to add those type of things in the 80s and 90s where people are like really scared where you're like, oh, my oh, my God, could like biochemical warfare be an right. actual thing yeah and that started to play in movies and how easy that could play into right. the that's why like what was it chernobyl the chernobyl diary, chernobyl, chernobyl yeah, diary. Chernobyl. like i mean that was a real event but still like that was yeah that was an actual thing <laughs> like that, that was happened. an actual event but still even then and that's like fucking terrifying yeah yeah, like exactly. radioactive shit. Well, that even goes yeah. back to another early 80s movie, and that was actually directly inspired. Well, and that was actually directly inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, was was the Reanimator? Mm -hmm. um, God, that's a good one. I mean, Herbert West researching medications that mm -hmm. could literally reanimate a, a body. body. Yeah, that death can't occur you could actually bring somebody back and look at the horrific yeah. things that happen from from there so basically the lazarus effect almost almost, almost. <laughs> yeah and like essentially even, yeah even going even further back than that like let's look at mary shelley frankenstein yes. like look at what you know victor frankenstein did yes and creating his monster he wanted to reanimate somebody. He brought in a brain into a corpse and created this monster using electricity and brought somebody back. That was, I mean, that's essentially also a zombie. And you know that book was actually written out of grief? Yeah. Mary Shelley yeah. wrote that after losing a child. Yeah. It makes perfect sense, yeah. though. Yeah. Because it's, it's exactly so, what she would want to do. Exactly. And the thing bring back someone that yeah. meant something to you and Mary, that and someone that died. Anyone who wants to argue that, you know, only men can write horror and sci fi. Eat an entire bag of dicks. She was a better selling uh, author than her husband. <laughs> and Mary Shelley. I mean, really, at the end of the day, Mary Shelley. She had to have the book published under her husband's name, but at yeah. the end of the day, she sold more uh, books than yeah, her husband did. Exactly. Eat an entire bag of dicks. Mary Shelley was one of the first horror and sci fi yes. novelists of the time. Could but, not like, agree more. It just. I invite you to consume an entire sexual adventure. Especially as a woman. Just as a woman. If you've this an, entire, an entire an entire of Richards. Shut the fuck up. Entire. Satchel of Richards. I love it. Just the whole thing. Mary Shelley was one of the first pioneers of horror and sci-fi. And like this woman started that out of grief from losing of, a yeah. child. Yeah, exactly. And she how created... How more of a horrific thing right. to happen to a woman when women are the only ones that can actually give life. Yeah, and she created... And life this... was taken... The life yeah. that she gave was taken from her. Right. So out of the, the depths... Of her grief, she wrote That's one of the she, most incredible yeah, and she created novels this of all time. Amazing story that has gone through time that people continue to recreate over and mm -hmm. over in films. Yes, we. How many recreations have we seen of 
Frankenstein. Oh my god. And Frankenstein was the doctor's name, not the Frankenstein monster. was the Again, doctor. Just like oh, we could like just like Zelda when everyone says, Oh my god, look at Zelda when it's No, it's late. late. Can we calm that down? <laughs> Frankenstein. There was no Pink Floyd, it was just the name of the band. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein was the doctor. The Victor. monster was just the monster. It's just the monster. That's why it's called Frankenstein's Monster. monster but also just... if you even look at that story was he really a monster though no i don't think so i don't think so either i, I personally don't was think he so. the monster was victor the monster i think victor was the monster yes. i agree personally but yes that's a whole other but that that goes too <laughs> in with the in with Tune the in for another podcast yeah. strictly on that and and i will come back for that one <laughs> when you when, um, when you can take that in with with the folklore of zombies if you take it from like labs and people trying correct. to create yeah, zombies yeah, yeah. it's literally like yeah, yeah, yeah. How far can you go in trying to play God? Like, yeah, like that's exactly what I was gonna who say. is yeah. the real monster here? What these right. these corpses you're reanimating, mm -hmm. these things that you're making, or mm -hmm. you trying to literally play God? One hundred. And you're yeah. doing it. Like they didn't choose to come back. Yes. Well, and I mean, to be real dark, I also didn't choose to be here. But that's also another conversation. But. <laughs> Are you talking to a reanimated corpse right Wait, now? Fuck. Um, you look really good. <laughs> you look incredible. Yeah, thank you. I'm actually 150. Um, <laughs> but it's it, it's really interesting how far back you can go with the entire idea of reanimation um, with Mary Shelley and with you know, like you said, with reanimator and like it, there are so many different variations of the idea of reanimating corpses and the idea of zombies it's it's such a cool concept yes it really is but it is. the fact that all of it stems from that main idea that main culture that people consistently forget about and we don't talk about because, as always, we don't want to talk about any other culture. No. No. We don't want to discuss <coughs> any culture, specifically in this country. We don't want to talk about any other culture but what culture we have here. You mean the culture that we have stole from everyone else? That's correct. Okay. We don't <laughs> want to talk about the culture that we have taken from people. Um you know the the poc that we have here were taken we we took them from other countries and brought them here and we took their culture from them so the fact that you know they tried to hold on to what they had and white people were afraid of it and so they took that and they were like we need to make this scary and spooky is ridiculous However, in that same vein, we did end up getting some pretty cool, scary things. But I would like to still remember where it stems from. Yeah. Because you, you know? can't talk about one without the other. That's Correct. why I, I have Correct. to, as a black person, I have to talk about Correct. the fact that... Yeah. You know, whether you're a Walking Dead fan now or a George A. Romero fan or whatever Correct. fan of any type of zombie movie or yeah. show that's been out there, you can't deny where, where the from. original 
culture of zombies came from. Absolutely. And I was really hoping that that was where it was going to start. Yeah. Like I was ready for that. Like I was coming, I was driving here. And I was like, I really fucking hope that that's where it starts. Well, when we talk Deep about <laughs> connections with when slavery, we talk about talk things, about we always like to go back and talk about where did this come from? Yeah. Where did this idea come from? Because a lot of times it's something like this. Yeah. Where it's like everyone's forgotten where exactly this came from. Yeah. And no one just gives shit anymore. Yeah. And it needs, there needs to be a shit. There needs to be a shit. (laughs) We need to give all of the shit. We need a shit to give. (laughs) History, there's a lot of ugly history. But if you Mm -hmm. don't talk about it, it doesn't. You have to know about it. Otherwise, history will repeat itself. Well, and the problem here, unfortunately, in this country is um, we don't want to face the history that we have. Right. It's a very ugly history. We have a very, very ugly history, and we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to face what, we, what we've what we done. We don't want to talk about the fact that this country was stolen. We don't want to talk about this country and, and what we brought over. We don't want to talk about that we stole, we literally stole people. Because what it goes back to when we stole people and brought them here and we made them forget about their culture because of the fact that we have so many people here that are like, I don't know my culture. I don't know where I'm from. I don't know what part of Africa I came from. That's, first of all, gross. Um, but it always stems back to, well, you know, the Africans sold the Africans to white. I don't fucking care. I don't care. That's not the point. That's a... So that's also a very small. <laughs> that's a small point. Small part. Like, do you of see what? the birthday cake that we built here? A very small see, part of what actually yeah. happened. Do you see yeah, that little exactly. speck of icing it right sort of there? Sounds like you're trying, it sort of sounds like you're trying to excuse it. And that's exactly, that's exactly what, what it is. is. Yeah, it's you're, you're it's, trying to it's the same it. thing as white people now saying black on black crime. It's the exact same. Yeah, it does not matter by them. Correct. It's I don't at the end of the day. I literally give no fucks. No fucks. That behold my field <laughs> in which I grow my fucks and see. Let me show you this graph of all of the fucks that I give. I I I have maybe none. if I stand here long enough, a fuck, fuck will, will fall. fall from the sky. <laughs> like I I don't care. It doesn't matter that Africans sold Africans to the white people. It is still the fact that white people stole Africans from Africa. Say that again really slowly. (laughs) (laughs) We, we, We took them and we brought them here and we said, do stuff. And, and then they did stuff. Yeah. And then we treated them like fucking garbage. Yeah. And we killed them. And we did even more things that I really don't want to say here because it's very triggering and I just, it's very gross. So the fact that we just ignore it is really awful because there is just, we, we lie, we lie in history books here. Yeah, we do. And I don't really understand why. When I when I was an adult and figured that that shit out, like actually like, yeah. educating myself yeah. on things, yeah, I was I felt sick. I yeah, was it's like, gross. Kids are being taught lies. Yeah, like fucking. You really want to tell me that Christopher Columbus fucking came here? Fuck you. No, no, he didn't. 
Well, and there's been undeniable proof, too, that there like, were cultures that came here thousands of years. Fucking Vikings were before. here. Vikings were before. here thousands like, of years before many, many Christopher moons. Columbus. Yeah. Many moons. Many moons. And really, the, the real story about Christopher Columbus is that everybody had syphilis. And yeah. there was, uh, oh gosh, it, a sassafras root uh, grew mm -hmm. plentiful here, especially in mm -hmm. on the eastern coast uh like in north carolina right. and a lot of those different places so that was essentially mm -hmm. why the queen of spain sent him yeah. here was to find a cure for syphilis right. and also he that was... that nobody i mean because it just yeah. ran rampant right. over there and uh, he had it and they all had uh, it right and he was also such a bumblefuck <laughs> that not even italy wanted him yeah, no, they and didn't. And, like, fucking... Well, and his own his own crew tried to... Yeah. There was a mutiny. Yeah, I mean, they, like, they wanted was, to throw him overboard and yeah, take exactly. over the ship. Like, he was such a goddamn bumblefuck that his own country was like, fuck, no. <laughs> and fuck, no. so many and so other Spain, Italians. Spain that, was just yeah. like, yeah, here's some money. Yeah. Here you go, bitch. Fucking I'm tired of this. Tired of the syphilis. Yeah, we don't. Too we much don't of like syphilis we running around. Like was it the syphilis or was it just him being oh, like that? I mean, I mean he, was, he was a bit of a fucking. It was a lot of that. Yeah. I love that this has turned into a history lesson. Yeah. Well, we, well, <laughs> and it, well, and it really <laughs> needs to be. And I, I just want to say how how happy I am that there are still so many because even deep rooted in the black community, unfortunately. Um, a lot that black churches don't want to talk about is how much of that is a white religion that was pushed on Onto, them yeah. and so much of what our actual culture was and what our actual religion was yeah. was completely stripped away sure. mm -hmm. and I just commend that there are still so many voodoo and hoodoo practitioners mm -hmm. that are there that are keeping those cultures alive that are yeah. keeping it within their families um because they need to it's it's not evil it's not devil worship no. it's not it is an actual religion yeah it's an actual yes. religion and it's very everything. old and ancient and something that was literally taken yeah. from them and was, was told was demonic and yeah, and evil everything that isn't christianity is satan worship well and it's, it's also mono it's it's polytheistic too which yeah. is another big thing yep. that christians mm -hmm. have wholeheartedly been against is yeah. the worshiping of many gods and yeah. goddesses and you know how so. about you just worship what you want <laughs> how about how about mind your goddamn business but i just think it's oh, did knowing. you see that did you guys see that i was you minding my business see me, see me, see me minding my own business over here just check me. that out i didn't hear me over here minding my own anybody business. but by um, minding my goddamn business that's just a PSA to everybody out there. <laughs> just a little quick DFWTO PSA. If you mind your own fucking business, you ain't hurting no. Also, you're going to live a much happier life because you're not you going to give a fuck really about anybody else will. but yourself. Correct. So How about much. that? Correct. How about that? Correct. We went way off the fucking rails. We did. On that. I but am so we sorry. do that. You know, we do that. but I'm, I'm so glad. Sorry. But we, but we do. But that. it was a, it was a um, rail that needed to be taken because yeah. we are so thankful to have a platform to right. where we can talk about these things. Yeah. And because we weren't going to be, be able to about. talk about zombies 
without discussing talk, without the racial aspect yeah. discussing it because it's you where it came to. from you have to you have to be yeah. respectful about that yeah so i i couldn't I, I couldn't talk about the zombies without talking about the racial aspect of it because there is so much history within that. Um, the voodoo aspect is so important yes, because it, it is so deep-rooted. And I can guarantee you uh, probably 95% of people have no idea that's where it came from. Oh, for yeah, sure. If a they're not a clue, if they don't look into the zombie lore mm-hmm. and they just watch zombie movies, watch zombie shows, read zombie comics... Um, they're not looking into any of that. Nope. I, when I got into zombies, I wanted to understand, like, where did this come from? Why are zombies such a thing? I wanted to understand, like, well, why, like, who would come up with something like this, that the dead would just come back? And because it's a really uncomfortable thought, it actually it makes is. people really, yeah. really uncomfortable. It is. It's very of, creepy. It is very creepy, and so especially if it's someone you do know. Yeah, and because so I and wanted... there's religious components to it exactly. because you're like, well, if my, <clears throat> you know, because you could argue it's so many different. If people believe that they have a soul, and your soul is gone, is that really the person? person right. Is, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot. So I wanted to grasp that i wanted to understand like who would come up with such an idea that the dead would just come back and start walking and so i immediately had to do research and that was where it led yeah and i was like that is super fascinating that is really interesting and so like I found I ended up finding like documentaries about it and it just led me down this rabbit hole of you know Haitian culture and Caribbean culture and I I just got really into it. Yeah, and, me me Wade Davis and the Serpent and the Rainbow. That was yeah, it for me. Yeah, it was and, my and that was my original yeah. On, and I was like this is great. Like this is so fascinating. This is so interesting. And I I love the idea that initially it wasn't people coming back from the dead it was practitioners making people slaves and not allowing them to have any kind of free will exactly so it was more about the control of the person versus what has kind of taken over in the stratosphere now more of like we all have we're all infected kind of thing or the lab stuff right Right. And Which, in, like I said, speaking them, to speaking yeah. into where where the world and, and especially now, I mean, um, the author of I Am Legend, you know, he had to speak out after COVID happened. <laughs> things like, like to tell people like, please. Oh, my God. Like how I mean that. But that really became. Think, so well, you it was have because to think the movie of, was a cure how, for cancer, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. But you have to think of think of think of how much zombies have inundated yeah people inundated the world and the stratosphere that people literally took a fictional novel mm-hmm. now this wasn't a lot of people but there were enough that it actually made a news cycle that the author had to come out and go this was Fiction. <laughs> Fictional characters. The, the, the COVID vaccine is hey not going to turn you real. 
Wasn't real. Just want to say, as a vaccinated person, it is not going to turn you into zombie. And you know, I kind of wish it. I mean, would. I was sort of Maybe hoping. That's the I was kind of get. hoping okay, look, that it would have happened. As but... someone who is dead inside, <laughs> I wanted the meat suit to also die. It didn't happen. Maybe the Johnson and Johnson <laughs> one turned you into a zombie, look, but that's the what, Pfizer well, one did. Here's the thing: I have Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> oh, still okay, so you're alive. good. You're oh my good. God, are we all three the different ones? Moderna, you're good. I'm Moderna, you're Pfizer, Pfizer, I'm good. You're I'm you Johnson. I'm about to like. I'm waiting on the go ahead to get one of the boosters because now we, we are, didn't turn into zombies. We're good to. You know, like, I'm kind of sad though because that was the match. long sleep I wanted. I wanted this. I wanted the long sleep, and none of the vaccine and the virus will not turn you into zombies. No. Even if you were hoping, Fuck. I am so sorry I'm to so tell sorry. any of you out there, it didn't happen. It's not going to happen. No. This is not going to be the virus that's going to do it. Sorry. So, <laughs> so sorry. Sorry to tell you. God but, damn it! You know what? Thinking, but going back to a movie, I'll tell you the one movie, if if we want to get into movies that really fascinated us with zombies. Our faves. 28 Days Later. I mean, yeah, Serpent in the Rainbow will always be my original, but 28 Days Later, especially if you go back to the opening of that movie, Oof. and they were testing on animals. Yeah. Oof. Oof. That's a good one. And there was this animal rights group that thought they were doing the right thing. Are you thing. talking about PETA? They were doing the right thing. We're going to let these animals out. Oh, my God. Out, I love PETA bread. And we're going to let I them be free. fucking love PETA bread with hummus. Pita oh, my God. PETA. Shit. PETA. Shut the hummus. PETA. PETA. Oh, my God. I'm going to pee. This is turning the hunger PETA. Game. This turned into Hunger Games. Well, I mean, we are talking about post-apocalyptic well, we shit, so. We are. <laughs> but. Pan Am, I almost said Panera. That <laughs> Pantera. Poot Lovato. Is it vulgar display of flowers? Panera. <laughs> it's a vulgar display of flowers. No, but really, Pan anyway. Am is America. The song is stuck in my head now. Um, it really is, though. It really, it really is. I'm, I mean, I'm terrible to P say. Panera. But <laughs> that, panini. the fact that these people thought that they were helping and we're going to free these animals and we're going to help them. That's how it always starts. They always think they're helping. <laughs> That's the problem with vegans. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm so joking. I'm not. Are any vegans listening? I'm not. <laughs> uh, if you're a militant vegan, sorry, go fuck yourself. But yeah. if you're a vegan, your cats need meat. Yeah. Okay. Stop yes. killing your cats. Please feed your cat meat. But look at this. Uh, look at this ferocious thing sitting over here. Right. It needs its meat. But if you're a vegan who wants to break in and try to save animals, go fuck yourself. Let's not do that. Please like, don't. The movie told you what. But the I mean, movie said no. But that, <laughs> movie, that no. movie in particular was one of the first times we ever saw something like that where mm -hmm. it where it put it in the mind frame that this yeah. that that labs are experimenting on viruses that could yeah. potentially. So I mean this literally went from a neurotoxin that was given to mm -hmm. live people to make them appear to be lifeless zombies with no free will free will to actually manufacturing a virus in a lab yeah. that will turn a dead that will reanimate a dead corpse i mean that that's a that's a fucking stretch like it really but is it though you know what well, i mean so that's why it really i think that's why when it went from one to the other what is more terrifying the well, thought that the cdc and there's when, labs out there really 
experimenting on shit like well, this? Well, 28 Days Later, actually, what ended up happening, it wasn't even reanimated corpses. Oh, that's right. It wasn't. Because it wa it wasn't. people were it wasn't. turning almost immediately. It was, yeah, you're right. Because like, it when was the, like, the blood dropped in the guy's in, eye. In, and in I her mean, dad's eye. It was immediately, it was right. more of a rage virus. That's right. Rather that's than, right. that's why, like, that's right. as much as I would, I would definitely put 28 Days Later into the zombie category. It has to be, even though because they're not undead, but they are, it's definitely flesh yeah, eating. Yeah. Because and it goes back soon, into the whole virus. Yes. Thing it goes too. into the virus thing and they do reanimate after they die. Yeah. Because it does it still counts within the zombie uh film, but and they the sequel also, really ran it oh, off the rails when yeah. you got into government involvement yeah, yeah, yeah. and trying to hide it and cover sure. it up and 100%. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But with you know, I would say that it's not just a zombie film because it's the virus is technically more of a rage virus because it turns you almost immediately. Right. Because if you get that blood in you, it turns you like, like bam, right away. Right. There's no, but no if, waiting period. Like if you get bitten, you're done. If you die because you're bitten, you come back. Right. Okay. So you know, again, so, like even before Walking Dead, Resident Evil was another one I was Resident a fan Evil, of because yeah, I was yeah. a fan of the games mm -hmm. and the movies came out. You're right. You could get bitten. And there's another one, Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, this Umbrella dark, you know, this this they literally own everything, and then you find out the they're doing virus. these experiments, yeah. and the virus gets loose, and all of a yeah. sudden, but people were bitten, and it would take hours mm -hmm. before For them to die. Well, that's what right. it was with the Walking Dead. It was different. Sometimes it, it was depends. immediate, sometimes it wasn't. It would depend on the person. Right. Because every person, what I what I find very interesting about some of these movies where it, it's a virus, um, and especially with The Walking Dead, because with The Walking Dead, um, which, it, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched The Walking Dead or read the comics, which I feel like everyone I think fucking you kind of lived under point. a rock at this point right if you don't it's been going not, for like 10 years now yeah if you're not fucking familiar <laughs> then what where the fuck have you been um everyone has the virus in them yes everyone is already living with it. so this show really took it a step further yep. than any other movies right. have taken it, it just kicked in yeah um but it's different for every person so what I really liked about it is it's it's going to react differently for every person. So if you get bitten, um, it may take a while for it to finally kill you. But if you die, as long as you're not, you know, shot in the head, it may reanimate you right away or it may take an hour. It just kind of depends. It, it's it's really interesting how they make it happen. And I, I like the difference with that. I, I like that it's not the same with every person. Well, my question to you is since, yeah. um, so I know in the beginning of the series, mm -hmm. so anybody that's still a Walking Dead fan out there, I I, I stopped watching the series at a certain point. Um, Lilith you stopped is still before big, me, didn't you? It's still a big fan. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I stopped still, when Rick I, left. Oh, no, I, well, no, no, then I we stopped about the same time. Because it was the last episode when Rick got picked up by the helicopter. That's we the stopped last around the same time. We stopped around the same time then. <clears throat> um, 
I know in the begin in the early episodes, you know, they go to the CDC. Mm-hmm. If people still follow the show, and that's when you find you found out. So, does there go into any more detail? So, basically, it's laying it, it's it's dormant essentially. Yes. Like, does it it lays dormant in all correct humans? Correct. Much much in the same way of like like staff. You know, if you if yeah. I was I was formerly a medical assistant, so if you look at the way like. Uh, MRSA at some point became like a huge thing talking about these um, antibiotic resistant medications. Mm -hmm. But essentially every human has staff. We all have the staphylococcal bacteria, but if it comes into contact with a cut or a sore in the right person, Mm -hmm. it can become antibiotic resistant, turn into MRSA. Or or the herpes virus. Same, HPV can lay dormant. It's the same. So there's a lot of, we carry a lot Mm -hmm. of different bacteria and viruses already in us as human beings that can lay Lay dormant. dormant. for a long time. So that's really interesting that The Walking Dead really took it a step further. And instead of it being like a, a neurotoxin or an experiment or a vaccine or whatever that you're given mm-hmm. as these other stories have followed yeah. before in the past, th- like they took it a, a whole step further in the folklore of zombies in the stratosphere of movies and film and actually making it a virus that lays dormant in all of us mm-hmm. that just so happened to react in one person that now it's spawned this. Mm-hmm whole yeah this whole big thing that has pretty much ended the world that is insane yeah that's insane i mean and that's where you have to respect whether or not anybody's still a fan of the show or not you have to respect the walking dead to take on something that's been a part of i mean you know what uh, the original movie white zombie that came out in 1932 we've got night of the living dead that really put it out there I in mean, 1968 I can't even, I can't even but then we take it say... all the way to now where the walking dead has taken it and it's that that's huge i can't that's even huge. say i'm not a fan of the show honestly I'm, i will always a, be a fan of the show i think even, i think show. even people that i don't seasons one through three to me are perfect like i think oh, they're great yeah. the, the the apocalyptic feel that i get when i watch those mm-hmm. seasons I actually feel slightly anxious, uneasy. Yeah, like it's it's very uneasy. And not to mention, there's this place and there's this there's this fucking farm in Lebanon that looks just like Herschel's farm. It does. Farm. It does. Yeah. How many times have we driven past? And that I'm like, and... bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, just to sit in like an off, on a foggy day, mm-hmm. and look outside and think, what if zombies came through that fog? Yeah. Right. Like how terrifying that whole like yeah. feeling. And I love I love season two. I know season two gets shit on so much. <sighs> But I, I, I love season I two. I love season two I because it felt two. the most real to me. Yeah. Because you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. You're on a farm. You've got animals to live off of. You've got, you know, your own source of food and all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, it's also terrifying because when that horde comes at through. At any time. Like, that's end. fucking, like, I have chills talking yeah, about at it. Yeah, at any time. At any time, it could go away. And there's yeah. such a human element to that show that no other... You know, especially we we didn't really have any TV shows like mm-hmm. this take on zombies in the right. way that it did. Movies only give you so much, mm-hmm. and especially where they they don't. The show was really able to take on a human element later right. on, especially when you think of in terms of a zombie apocalypse. Right. If if the shit hit the fan in any way, shape, or form, whether it's 
zombies, the infrastructure collapses, anything, mm. you are going to have to be prepared in some way, shape, sure. or form. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's what that show spoke to a lot of people is that what would, how, how would humanity survive? Sure. It's not even so much against the zombies. How would humans survive against each other? <laughs> right. Because I, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. I think the problem is that because we are so dependent on technology now, yes. because we are so dependent on cars, we're so dependent on our phones, we're so dependent on our computers, there's no way a good chunk of humanity would be able to survive. No, absolutely well, I mean, not. Most of us would be dead. Like, that's just fact. That's just how it is. Um, I mean, you could even watch movies. Um, there was an episode of that 911 show that Danielle watches. Mm-hmm. Someone hacked into the technologies, like all technology in LA, and it caused just fucking chaos. Chaos. Yeah. Major and I cities. Was like, genuinely, this is giving me real anxiety because this can fucking happen. Yeah. And if it did, we are all genuinely fucked. Well, that's yeah. why. That's why The Walking Dead, even the spinoffs. They, I, I appreciate where they start in these major cities mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia in los angeles if any of these major cities i mean unfortunately we saw it you know i i, I hate to bring up COVID again but when the infrastructure collapses in a major city mm-hmm. like this and you can't get out and you can't leave people panic mm-hmm. instant panic i mean look at what happened like even before this, I rem- I'm old enough to remember Y2K yeah. and why oh, if shit yeah. and why if shit was really gonna. No, why was everybody buying toilet paper? That's just the I one. Don't fucking, I, I don't know. <laughs> even with everything, you know, if toilets people, don't work anymore, I don't understand what having a lifetime like, supply like, of toilet paper, toilet paper is gonna paper. do for like, you. Okay, like, well, like, I guess, I guess you're gonna be rich and fun. You don't need. I don't fucking. You know. don't need food. Like, you don't need water. You don't need. I don't, I don't just know. all the toilet paper like, to last for I, you're the gonna rest shit your of pants, my I guess. life. Like you, you're very. That was actually so fucking weird, though, to walk into stores and see the entire meat section gone. Yeah, and to see like yeah, pasta gone, rice gone, just Bread, these gone. empty spaces, and I'm like. I genuinely feel like I'm in an apocalypse right now. I'm just trying to do my grocery shopping. Right. I'm preparing for two weeks, not two years. What in the fuck? I don't know. People (laughs) were fucking crazy. It was And it just showed me how selfish and I'm like, this is terrible. If you've ever seen this is not zombies, but the movie Contagion. Yeah. Genuinely scares the fuck. I'll never watch. I watched that movie one time. Scares the fuck out of me. I will never watch that movie ever Because the virus that people get is not zombie virus, but it kills you within minutes. And people are like, like the way people act in that film, I'm like, this isn't a movie. Mm -hmm. This is real. This is how people act. There was a movie in the 90s. If it was a real virus, like not saying coronavirus, it's obviously a real virus. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying something that kills you within seconds. Yeah. And then there's some kind of medicines that can get it, make it better and stuff. Like people were literally, it's almost like Black Friday to the umpteenth degree. There was a movie in the 90s called Outbreak that came out even yes. before Contagion. A lot of yep. people don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outbreak Morgan is scary with, too. Uh, Morgan Freeman and Dustin Hoffman. And that movie was terrifying. Yeah. Uh, a monkey got loose yep. and started spreading this it was an upper respiratory vibe there's a scene in that movie that is so horrifying when the guy walks in the movie theater and he coughs 
and you they you literally see the droplets <sighs> yeah. come out of oh his mouth God. and you see it going through this crowded theater and it goes into the next person's mouth when mm. they laugh and you're like how easy all of this can be spread well and that's the thing is like you know we see those movies as if they're fiction yes but they're not they're not they're not because we just saw it like that's why contagion scared the fuck out of me happening. the outbreak yep like it's 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 not that far off you can't look you at know? movie there's there's a true there's there has to be some especially when we're talking about zombies and all of this there have to be some elements of truth in these movies yeah. to make them as realistic as they are Correct. to really hit people in the way that they do right because yeah. we've seen what can happen if just the slightest bit of panic goes out there yeah and people don't oh, know what to well, do yeah exactly obviously buy all the toilet paper uh, right obviously. all of the toilet paper all of it and uh paper towels uh milk and bread and eggs oh that also everyone happens. is making french toast <laughs> What are we having for breakfast and today? French toast. What are we eating for dinner? French toast and shitting their pants afterwards. That's amazing, though. That but you it's bring so it true, and especially if true. snow is coming. Every milk, bread, eggs, French, French toast. toast. <laughs> Tell Some bland-ass French toast. Okay, for I'm real saying. though, if, you, if we all had to narrow down top three favorite, almost said horror movies. What? Top three zombie movies. Oh God damn it. I have my three. Top three. Top okay, three. Okay, what are your what are yours? Number one is Train to Busan. Ooh, oh, that's that's a good one. Very easily Train to Busan. Number two is called Yummy, and it's a Dutch horror film that came okay. on Shutter. I think it was Shutter. Okay. It was on. I was like, I this is gonna on. be stupid. Oh my god, it was fucking amazing. Almost the entire thing is in a hospital. And it's just fucking brilliant. Okay. And then third would be World War Z. I have such a soft spot for World War Z. Okay. I, I love it so much. Okay. But Train yeah. to Busan is literal perfection. It's literally It is. Perfect. It is really good. It is really good. I'll give you that. It yeah. Really good. Um, so I've yet to watch the sequel. Mine would be... Good, I haven't seen it either. Seen um, it. Mine would be The Serpent and the Rainbow, Train to Busan, and... Um, oh, what would someone who was just 28 days later yeah i just i have such a soft spot for that movie it's, i don't see, that's how i feel about World special War Z. special have... special mention to 28 weeks later too yeah also oh, yeah. special mention to zombie land because it's fucking great oh, oh zombie land is great <laughs> zombie land is great special <laughs> mention to woody harrelson oh, <laughs> just overall for me double tap alive. for just being you just being sir. just being for you. just and bill murray in existence. Bill Murray. And fucking oh, Bill, Bill Murray. fucking Murray. Bill, uh, they tried to do him in the second one, and it just wasn't working out the way they wanted to. The second one just did not. Uh, and, I and haven't seen the scene. Also, before. a special mention to Emma Stone for just being hot. Um, uh, that's a very good mention. Yes. Sorry. Good gay. mention. Um, also, we're all gay. Good mention. Emma Stone just doing anything you know, if, <laughs> if you want... You know, just like, Emma Stone. Hey, just Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. So like, there you if go. If you happen to listen, like, Hit me up. Um, um, you can hit us both. Like, just we can have a fucking foursome, okay? Like, I'm, like, just... I'm like super gay. Um, <laughs> I'm like so gay. So gay. 
Uh, let's, God, you're asking me to, it's like asking a mother to pick her favorite child. Um, well, for some people, that's pretty easy. <laughs> okay, no, you know what? If you're a bad mother, yeah. I'm the favorite, so, you uh, know. I mean. <laughs> uh, God, fuck. Man, this is actually this is actually really the only hard. reason I had it ready was because I thought about this it. This is really almost hard. this is like asking me what my favorite horror movie is, and I can never answer that question. So I, I get this it. is this is really difficult for me because I I love zombie movies so much. Um, they don't need to be favorite three. What are like I, I, three? You know, what are your favorite actually, like go to? I, yeah. like I can't. I can't like. Put them in a particular order right because Mine there are so many order. that i love i could special mention like 18. It, right exactly <laughs> like there are so many that i that i just really love um you know i have a a special spot in my heart for the remake of dawn of the dead it's I actually good really really love you it know, i love the original i do love the original same the original is Fucking phenomenal, but there's something about the remake that Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. Ving fucking goddamn Rhames. Yep. He is so goddamn good. He's so good in that. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons I love it. Um, I saw that movie in the theater. The dad from Modern Family, such a uh, dickwad oh, in it. Such a piece of shit. He's a, amazing he's, in it though. He's he such is. a piece of shit. But God, he's so good. Um, and he one hundred percent zombie zombie baby. I mean, uh, zombie you baby know? was fucking horrifying, um, <laughs> and gave me nightmares, and Same. I loved it. Um, but one of the reasons that I I have a soft spot for that movie is because I watched that movie one night. I've seen it so many I've times. Seen it so many times. Um, I have too. I watched that movie right before bed one night, and I had. <laughs> I, at least once a month, I have a zombie nightmare. Don't ask me why. It's just a thing that happens in my brain. Um, and it always ends the same way. But for some reason, this one particular zombie dream that happened was for some reason Dawn of the Dead, specifically. And Ving Rhames was in it. No other actual actor was in it. Just Ving Rhames. So I was fine. I was like, that's oh, the I'm going to survive. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, because be Bing Rings is in it. So this is great. I, I survived. So it was fine. Um, so I, I really just, I have a big soft spot for that one. Um, Shaun of the Dead. Oh my God. I can't love, believe I forgot Shaun of the Dead. Love, 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 love Shaun of the Dead. You've got pen on you. <laughs> Got rid of me. You got <laughs> just it, throughout the whole thing. Got rid of me. Just love it. It's such a great movie. It is such it's funny. a brilliant it's film. Funny. It it's got so many elements to it that's just great. Yeah. It's so good. It's oh so funny. God, the so end with with him going to the shed and Ed just like trying to bite him. He's like, ah 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 ah. It's still his best friend. And yeah. then he's like, just hitting the fucking control. <laughs> they play this from Queen. There's so much Queen in that movie. It makes um, me so I happy. will never hear Can't Stop Me Now the same. Because all I he all I do is fucking with the pool sticks. <laughs> Cricket bat. Oh my god. So good. It's just such a brilliant movie. And now like I have to see anything Edgar Wright does. Because it's just brilliant. 
everything oh, he does yeah, is yeah. brilliant. Hands down. Um, it, it there are so many good bits in it that who would have ever thought zombies t- that zombie movies too would actually even have their own like sub genre yeah they, they right. really like do. they really do yeah like, they're zombie horror zombie comedy zombie yeah exactly yeah. like and the fact that it's it's very funny it is very funny it's it really is really funny but it has its moments of like you have a little bit of anxiety in some parts and like there are very heartwarming moments like and the the bit with his mother uh where she gets bit by the neighbor and she hides it like yes. it it fucking kills me because she just she hides it the whole time and she it's just because she doesn't want to worry him and then like he, every mom yeah right like every mom she's, she's like, such I a just mom i don't want to bother you i don't want to burden you she's such and a it mom. just it breaks my heart because she's like well i just didn't literally a zombie you. apocalypse and he comes over to check on them and she's like i'll put some tea on and make yeah exactly <laughs> she's like let me let me Let's Mom, the world tea. is going and, to shit. We and, don't need tea and, and sandwiches. Exactly. He's like, uh, Mom, no. Stop. <laughs> what? That movie's amazing. It's, yeah. it's like Silver Linings Playbook. When he's like, he's, she's making crab cakes. <laughs> crabby snacks. Or whatever. Like, it's, it's just, it's such a perfect movie. It is I, really I, great. I think it's one of those few movies, to, at least to me, that is just absolutely perfect. I I really don't have any complaints about it. I just and I think Edgar Wright just really is very good at creating these really perfect movies. Yes. Does he do um, it right? <laughs> uh, <ha-cha-cha-cha. laughs> um, the right way. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna be um, killed before the <laughs> I, I might murder you. It's fine. Oh uh, my god, would you please? <laughs> oh no. See, the best torture is not killing you. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, I just got the finger, everybody. Work for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm make you work for that death. Um, oh, I will work. <laughs> better work, bitch. <laughs> um, and There's one more. And um, just really quick, have you guys seen Life After Beth? Not yet, because it's really fucking funny, and I, I know it has Matthew Gray Goobler, who is yes. one of the loves of my life. Right. Uh, how, how can not? If, well, if you watch Criminal Minds and you don't tell me that Spencer is one of your so here's the thing, Matthew, I question oh. you so as a here's, person. Here's here's a little like aside. A segue. Uh, Matthew Matthew Gray Goobler is one of those men that if you are a bisexual woman, pansexual woman. Uh, or pansexual individual, you don't have to identify as a woman if you are gender fluid, whatever. Um, he is one of those people that you will be attracted to. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. No. Like, when you're bi or pan, we have this thing that we do where we say, I'm gay with this unfortunate thing that i'm also attracted to men yes we don't like it no. we don't no we don't like it we don't we don't like it no. we're not a fan At i all. don't like that i like men i say we tolerate men yes we don't like men we no. tolerate them because we're attracted to them yes i don't I, if i could choose not to be 
I wouldn't. Same. That's what I've heard most people say. Even my roommate one time Same. was like, you know, being straight. Yeah, no, I have, I'm like, I'm sorry. And no. she's like, if I had the choice, yeah, I wouldn't. Is, that's proof that sexuality is not a choice. You mean being straight is a choice? <laughs> like even she's like i don't want it i don't i am so sorry she's like, I, I don't want it she's like i i would if i had the choice this i is, wouldn't be attracted to men yeah this is proof that sexuality and i was like well choice. honestly women aren't great either no I, honestly but i'm like mm, but looking mm -hmm. i'm like you can look no. at a woman and be like damn right <laughs> can confirm i'm like sometimes but i've like i've never seen a woman go I've only seen no. women go, women. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we basically go, men. But women. <laughs> I mean, whoa. I mean, it's like women. Like, it's it's like, just like, like when you, there's men and, whoa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we don't like that we're attracting men. We just tolerate it. Um, so, <laughs> but Matthew Gray Goobler is one of those men that were just like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> because... Somehow he happens to I be agree. perfect. I don't know how. I mean, honestly, it's me being a lesbian, identifying as a lesbian, and I see Tom Hiddleston. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm he like, fits I would that ride too. that into the I sunset. feel, yeah, like, Tom Hiddleston also fits <laughs> into that, fits category, in that category. Where it's like, we're just kind of like, mm. <laughs> I, um, what are you doing Hello. with your face this afternoon? I'm like, oh, excuse me. Um, Can I sit on it? Do you mind mm. if I sit on it? Um, dinner with just myself. in case you I can cancel that again. Just in case you can <laughs> Hi. Um, Have you seen those TikToks where they're like someone's handing their partner uh, a um, like a napkin, a napkin or like a wipe, and they're like, "Here," and they're like, "What do you want?" And they're like, "Wipe your face with it, please." And they're like, oh, "Okay." And they're like, "I'm cleaning my seat for later." <laughs> Hot cha cha. And then they're like. Oh. <laughs> <They're> like, okay. <laughs> I have not, but thank you. I love that. You might use that. I was gonna say if um, you always want to use that with your partners, you know, like <laughs> like that. Um, if I, you know, don't kill him in his sleep, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So my last choice for oh fuck. You know what? I'm going to choose a very obscure one that I'm positive very few people know. Uh, it's called The Mad. It has Billy Zane. Oh. Who I absolutely adore. Um, Billy Zane does not get the love. He deserves. I fucking know. Me and Zane my roommate literally quote this all the time. We go, put the diamond in the coat. <laughs> Oh. I love Billy Zane. And I always Same. go, there's no need for language, Mr. Holly. I, I I, just... He's an amazing actor. He's I fucking fabulous. Him. I mean, um, I know The Phantom got a lot of hate. But I love like one The of Phantom. My first, that was like one of my first movies as a kid that I, I saw him in. How can you hate Phantom. that movie? Though? And it, I, it has its own... I still it's love like a cult, it. It's, it's a, a cult, cult following type, yeah. type of film. Yeah. I love The Phantom. Yeah. Um, I... I love Billy Zane. I got to meet him a couple years back at Horror Hound. And he was lovely. Is he? Oh, he was so lovely. He was so kind. Um, and I, I got him to to sign a photo and I was like, I'm really bummed that you don't have any pictures from the mad. 
And he just gave me this look and he was like, you know that movie? <laughs> and I was like, I love that movie. And he was like, I think you and about six other people know that movie. And I'm like, right. well, it's great. And I found it on a just random search um, at like a secondhand store. It's on Tubi. Thank you so much. It so is I on will Tubi? Be, I will be oh. watching that. Let me add that never, to my list I hate that right I've now. never heard of it. Okay. And I will definitely be watching it. It is. Okay, can we talk about Tubi it's stepping a, it the fuck up? It's a zombie. They actually okay. are starting to have their own, like, originals now, too. They're doing a lot I'm of not, documentaries. What is, what is Tubi? Tubi can is we, a free. Can we do a plug? Tubi is a free, it's a free app. streaming app free that has ads, app. but it literally has everything like, like everything. um where's where's the horror section hello 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 so like it literally has like a pretty horror decent section. horror section and huh? this app is 100 percent free yeah okay free. cool so i'm gonna check that out a lot of really great document i just watched an incredible documentary about uh Amityville horror, like Ooh. I like I don't know enough about the story, but I need, right. but I you, needed more. I, I need to know which one that I needed is, more. So I watch um, that, but but it's like is. it's like their original. They're starting to do their own originals now. Um, okay. Actually, now that you said the Mad, I've never seen special mention to Fido. I almost completely oh, forgot. Oh, Fido is I forgot one. about Fido. I didn't. And Fido I is on TV, and I almost completely That's forgot about one. Fido. We're about to have a zombie Thank marathon you. on Tubi. Um, <laughs> I mean. Connolly, come on, <sighs> so good. Come on. God, I, so if you haven't watched The Mad, I highly, highly recommend it. I will it be is, watch it is that. super fun. It's it's definitely not one that like is super serious. It's just a very fun. Well, yeah, because Fido film. isn't either. It's another one um, of those. It's a zombie comedy. Yeah, and and I don't I don't know if like it's necessarily technically a zombie movie. Um, the, the premise is basically, uh, a mad cow disease type of situation. Oh, that is like, hysterical. So it's mad cow disease. That's amazing. It ends up getting spread around in the meat in this town and, uh, everybody gets sick from it. And that's basically okay. what happens is like everyone ends up turning into like a zombie. Because essentially mad cow disease, but it does that to, to cows. There's also a wasting. Right. There's, there's one. Now there is very similar to mad cow disease there's actually one in deer yeah that is passed on to humans yes yeah, it's similar to that so but yeah. it basically makes the people hungry for human flesh but if you remember how how terrified were people of mad yeah. cow disease that yeah. was like a really legit can't... thing around the time this movie came out yep because there is no yeah. i mean it can't cross over into to, humans, to, into yeah. humans. But unless you was, actually eat, you would have to eat the brain of exactly. a diseased cow for exactly. it to cross over to. But right. in this movie, right. it was like you just eat. Oh, that is a so burger. funny! Because and people were legitimately yeah, saying that, that stuff was like, actually going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like oh, legit excited so to funny. watch this shit. And it was. <laughs> that it is, is so one of those funny. movies that I found at a secondhand store. It was like. Two books. Those are the best. The blind buys. And, I love a blind buy. And I was buy. like, I was like, oh, this movie has Billy Zane. Fucking Those are the sign, best. Sign me the fuck up. I'm in. So I bought it. That's how I found out about Meet the Feebles. Ah, nice. That was like it was basically the exact like, same thing. Yeah. Just randomly, Bob was like, "What is this?" And I was yeah. like, ah! And so <laughs> I, I bought it. Little Peter it. Jackson. Uh, oh, that's a, oh, I love it. So I I watched it when I got home, and I was like. 
this movie's fucking great. Like, <laughs> it's so random and weird. Like, this is... I was and just so looking I at was, the movie stills, and it looks really fucking it's funny. It's really fun, and I was talking to him about it, and he was like, you know, my favorite part in that movie is when he and his daughter are having, like, this, you know, father-daughter connection, and they're talking, but at the same time, they're, like, just sh- smashing people in the head, like, walking through a field, and they're just hitting people and they're like just killing them as they're walking through this field as they're having like this, this is this that's discussion. amazing and it's so good and i'm like i love that scene he was like it was so much fun and it's so great because like the way he's dressed in this movie like he looks like this old punk rock dad like are you familiar with uh the band bad religion yes mm-hmm. he yes. kind of dresses like <laughs> oh my god like in a like dress shirt with a tie and like the you know thick rim glasses That's like incredible. reminds me of that, that is amazing and it's fucking great like he he's so good in that movie and like i said i'm just a big fan of billy zane anyway like i think he's just a wonderful actor and i think he definitely deserves way more love than he gets um i think he's super super underrated i've always liked him Um, in anything i've seen him in i mean besides titanic anything i've seen him in, i've always genuinely liked his acting he's very good yeah if if i if a character if if an actor can make me hate them yes i think they're a fantastic actor exactly like the guy in the the governor yes in the walking dead oh david morrissey yeah he is amazing uh sarah wayne callies lord knows we all fucking hate laurie hate laurie yeah (laughs) but she i was a big i told her i was a huge fan of prison break prior oh my god she was so So good good on that show so that was really difficult for me because i loved her character on that show and then laurie i was just like you fucking right i I want you to kill shane you would have why did you kill shane right if it was my husband if it was my husband you would have to call in the national guard to stop me from going back into that city right. to that hospital yeah, yeah, yeah. because I want to see for myself but that my husband didn't make it. Okay. Yeah, but that's, that meant but I love her. my husband. She obviously didn't love no. her. So exactly. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, no, I mean, I know, I'm who is Judith? But I'm just who telling is you right now. Who is it? It ain't I don't feel like it's Rick's. No, it's I mean no, Judith it's, it's is. definitely Shane. Well and he went he did the whole thing with michelle where he said that i i know that she's not mine but but she's mine she's mine so yeah yeah. it didn't matter judith is rick's it's at the end of the day we know that judith is rick's Rick's um but yeah no uh, we all we all hated lori we we all hated lori but sarah and callie's is wonderful and if you watch letter kenny we we all love her as mrs dick so if you're familiar with letter kenny i don't know if either of you i have not no i have not okay so she plays a mennonite on letter kenny she shows up on uh, a couple of episodes amazing and she, she she plays a mennonite and she's very funny she does a wonderful job and it took me a minute to realize that it was her because she's very plain she has like a bonnet on she has glasses and i was like <laughs> Who is that? I was like, what is that? <laughs> what? The sound of the chair just added to me. I know. Like, it was added. Like, ur, ur. <laughs> and I'm like, is that? Huh. And so I. It was Canadian show. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Is she Canadian? I don't think she's Canadian. 
I was just wondering. No, I, I was just wondering if she was. No, I don't think. I think she's. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know where she's from. I do enjoy or... Spinsylvanians. <laughs> I don't know where she's where she's from, but uh, I don't think she's Canadian. But the show is based in Canada. Um, but I was watching the show like for the first time. She's actually an Illinois native. In case oh, Illinois, Illinois. Thank Illinois. You. There you go. So, Chicago, uh, Chicago. <laughs> um, but I watched the show for the first time last year during the initial Great Panini. And uh, I don't know which one she, I like better, Panini or Poot Lovato. Oh my god, her name <laughs> on the show is Anita Anita Dick. Anita Dick. Fucking I'm god, that's great. Dying. That's funny. Yeah. I'm dying. Yeah, that is really funny. Uh, there are a lot of wonderful puns with this family. Yeah, it's incredible. It's like Mike Litt. Yeah, it's amazing. There's Anita Dick. There's. Um, that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's a great show. If you don't watch Letterkenny, okay, you probably well, should. Is it on anything? Is it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. You should watch it. I love how I'm just adding stuff to my list. Right You're now. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. It's fucking great. And she, but she does a great job. She's very funny. And but it took me a minute to realize it was her, and I had to look it up. And I was like, holy fucking shit, that's Sarah Wayne Callie. She's that's very awesome. very funny. That and is I great. Absolutely love her. It's really funny. Everyone should watch it. It brings me great joy. So if you ever hear me saying, to be fair, that's where it comes from. <laughs> she's a great, she's, she's a, a great actor. She actually like, is a really yeah, good actor. She's wonderful. She she's is. Wonderful. Um, Seriously. And I Shout really, out to Sarah Wayne Callie. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hated her as Lori, uh, which is what I you're think supposed to do. You're supposed have, to hate that. That yeah, should have been the general consensus. Yeah, because she's a twat. But I've heard she's um, an absolute oh, she's joyous person. Like, what an amazing person. She is one, she's somebody I met at horror hound and she is absolutely lovely she you know what's an absolute sweetheart what was alexandra breckenridge's character's name what was her name gonna be honest with you jesse thank you you jesse. know what's really funny thank you she hated that i hated her too i was I like i really hated that character and she's like I hated her son. She's like, don't. <laughs> Me like, too. She's I like, hated the dad and the son probably like, way. Gonna, she's like, I'm just going to. I think I hated like, the dad and the son more than I hated her. I didn't like that entire family and I'm glad they're dead. So. <laughs> same. It seemed like she same. also agreed. Yeah. No, <laughs> it was, wasn't. I was like, dick, I really liked the, the asshole scene. son. The I was like, I really liked the scissor scene. Great scene. Great gore. But I'm like, I hated your character. And she's yeah. like, to be completely honest with you. Well, she wasn't. I liked you on True like, Blood, and, and then I was like, "But right. oh my god, you were in She's the Man, and I fucking love She's the Man." She like I didn't recognize until after I met her that she was on True Blood because of the hair. Yeah, yeah. She, I don't think she was supposed to be likable. That was the no. point. Is she? I also really liked her in American Horror. Well, well because Michonne and Rick were supposed to end up together, I yeah. think that was just supposed to be the thing. Michonne, which should have, which I'm very happy happened i mean it was kind of disgusting all the racism that came crawling um, out of that afterwards here's, but, the, here's the thing but it's i like, ignored all of that i yeah because i didn't care i was yeah. like y'all can go fuck yourselves rashon was a thing that i've been hoping for since season four i think it so just it I made it. sense it, it made sense. sense it just made made sense at the end of the day i needed it yeah in my life same. Like I needed air in my lungs. He needed a <laughs> strong woman. He needed that, yeah. He needed her. And someone who had the connection with his son. With Coral. 
So, so now, cool. so real quick before yeah. we wrap it up, I have to know. Also, yeah. special it, mention to Brain Dead. I'm sorry, since we're since I yes. happen to bring up oh, Peter Jackson. Brain Dead. Special mention to Brain or Dead or Dead, Dead Alive. Alive. Dead Alive. Dead Alive is so good. That is such a great <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it depends you on where you're, scene, where you're from because it has two the two different titles. When I when I first heard right. it, it was. Brain mm-hmm. dead, but I know a lot of people know it no, as dead, dead alive. Dead alive. Yeah. But I mean, if you can't look the the lawnmower, the lawnmower scene, people. Okay, uh, like that's all I'm gonna say. So if you've never seen it, you just need to watch it. Yeah. So, so I have so to great. know. Yeah. Update me quickly. Sure. Oh God. Give me a small synopsis of where the original <laughs> characters are at. Like, where's Carol? Okay. Is Mich- has, has Michonne left? Michonne. Michonne anybody so Michonne? that's a Walking Dead fan out there. We're okay. So, I just need to know where, where we are. the OGs. Okay, the OGs. So, Michonne left. Uh, she is off looking for Rick. Okay. So, Deny making that Marvel money. I know, Deny right? Is Deny actually went to Wakanda. She's making that Marvel <laughs> she money. Is, she is not, in Wakanda uh, right now. That was Wakanda forever, um, <laughs> which I fully support. Right. Um, but she is, uh, Michonne is off looking for rick because she had an episode it was a a wonderful fucking episode her last episode was beautiful um but she found this boat where um she found this old phone that rick had actually like etched a picture of michonne and judith and she was like it was really, it, really no, cute. Yeah, okay. I fucking oh started sobbing. Oh I started That's sobbing. That's so precious. And she was like... I think I would have done the same. Oh my god. And so she got on the walkie-talkie that she and Judith had, and she told her, I need to keep going because oh. I think I found the brave man, which is how she kept referring to Rick to specifically RJ, who is Rick Jr., who is the son that she had after Rick left. Ah! Okay, because. that's precious. Oh, so she had a bait? Whoa. So, okay. Right before uh, Rick presumably died, but he didn't, as we know, um, she had mentioned... Because we're getting movies. Because <laughs> we are. Um, she had told him that she wanted to try to have a child. And he was just like, Fuck yeah, let's do it. So uh, they uh, they boned, and <laughs> as, so in short, they boned. As we know, they boned, and um, it happened. It happened. Unfortunately, he didn't know that she actually did get pregnant. Oh. And in that interim, in those years, she did have a child, and his name is RJ, and he is fucking precious. Um, he is about four or five. Yeah, he's a cute little mixed kid. He's fucking adorable. Blessed. Oh my god. Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> cute as shit. Oh my god. Yeah, he's that so cute. That is so stinking cute. That is yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, so how about Carol? Uh, Carol's still alive, right? Carol is still alive. Um, she has her moments of being a pain in the ass. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, which is, which you know, is on par for Carol. Um, she and Daryl 
kind of had a falling out for a moment, but they're, they seem to be okay now. Um, <clears throat> is she with Ezekiel still? No. Is Ezekiel alive? Ezekiel is alive, okay. but he may have cancer. He may have uh, thyroid cancer, which is very sad. Yeah. Imagine um, of dying of something of cancer, like cancer and a fucking... <laughs> zombie apocalypse, right? Yeah. I mean, they can't really do chemo. I don't well, know. <laughs> the reason that they are no longer together is because the son that they adopted, Henry, um, unfortunately got killed by the Whisperers. Mm. Um, Enid, Tara, Jesus, Henry... And then a couple other people from Hilltop uh, are all dead, um, which is very upsetting. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a lot of like originals that you just <laughs> said. I was like, I know all those people. Yeah, uh, not fun. Not fun. That was not a fun episode. Um, uh, Daryl still alive uh, and has definitely become a better character. No longer just grunts. <laughs> Uh, because, there was a lot of that because uh, for some reason Scott Gimple had this thing with Daryl where he just wanted him to be a caveman where he's just like I just want you to walk around on your knuckles and just be like huh. like that's, that's and he'll you Jane like, that's, that's, that's literally only, what he did though. yeah that's all he wanted him to do for some reason he's like you're just a redneck so like you just grunt like, no, he is, like, a well-rounded character. Like, make him something. Right. Um, Maggie's back now, right? Maggie yes. is back now. Yeah. Um, and she has been a pain in my ass um, for this entire first part of the season um, by not fucking shutting up <laughs> and listening to Negan for just five seconds. Um, yes, and... Lastly, Negan. Where's I mean, Negan? You did kind of kill my husband. So okay. I mean, water under the bridge. I mean, I guess, she now, literally washed him, beat his is, head in. So. It has been seven years. I Shut mean, up. This, this is true. But still, <sighs> okay. I probably wouldn't get over it, but <laughs> I get it, it was very brutal. It was pretty brutal. <laughs> here's here's. I am I am curious to see where Negan's character. Yeah, where is Negan now? His here's, arc kind of upset it upset me toward towards the time that I stopped watching. So here's here's why I will forever defend Negan. I understand why people are upset. I loved Glenn too. I really did. I, I truly and in the comic on the show I love Glenn. I and on the show I loved Abraham. Like I I I was very upset. I cried. I was devastated. But Looking at it from the perspective of Negan, if we followed Negan's story and all of a sudden these fucking people just came in and killed an entire fucking, you know. That was a pretty big group of his people. That was a big group. Yeah. They just came in and killed them all. Yeah. Rick's group would be the bad guys. There was a lot talked about that when Negan's character was introduced that if you I look, kind of agree with it too. If you looked at the show from a different point of view, Rick could have just as easily been Negan. The, been the quote unquote villain. Yeah, so honestly Negan was doing a very kind thing. That was actually 
like compared to what could have happened, I mean, right? He could have come, come in and just annihilated all of them and been like, "You killed, killed all my everybody. people." Fuck he's you. like, he's like, I'm not doing such a bad thing compared to what you fucking did to me. He's really that's really right. You killed an entire outpost of my people. I'm killing two of your dudes. I think I'm actually not bad. And honestly, like, I get it. It was shitty. But when you look at it in that bigger picture, yeah. in the bigger picture, I can see Negan's perspective. That's why I have a lot of respect for that character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've always had a lot of respect for Negan. And to be honest with you, I wasn't mad. I was, yeah, I was sad that it happened, but I knew it was coming, number one, because it was in the comics. Right. So, like, when a lot of people stopped watching it at that point, I was like, why? Because I was like, Negan is an amazing character. I yeah. cannot wait to see where he goes. Sure. I think it hurt me more for Maggie. I, I yeah, very much absolutely. identified and with I'm, Maggie's character. Right, because I love Maggie, so. too. And, I'm, and I 100% feel for Maggie. I do. And considering all of the people that she loved literally died from human beings and not from zombies right. is very devastating for her. And I, I, I do love Maggie. I, I feel for her. But, like... I also see it from Negan's perspective. Like, you came and killed all of my people at this outpost. Yeah, like, this wasn't anything personal on my end. <laughs> right. This was just letting you know yeah. that these are the consequences. Like, what? what you fucking killed, like, a bunch of These are the consequences people. of war. Yeah. Like, yeah. What I mean, the essentially, fuck did you, you think wanted was it to be happen? a war. This is what war yeah. is. There's casualties. Yeah. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? That I was just going to let it go? <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. I think I'm being pretty fucking nice. And I think that they wanted to make, because there are a lot of, you know, I know from what I've seen just from like commercials and whatnot, that they're, that they have taken on more of a, there's a lot of human elements to Negan's character mm -hmm. that I don't think was explored early on. No. He was brought in to sort of be this like cutthroat mm -hmm. character. Absolutely. When it wasn't really explored till later why yes. he became that way. He yeah. went through enormous amount of tragedy. Oh, God, yeah, so much. A lot. Because I actually so, researched his character to see, because I stopped, since I've stopped watching yeah. the show, I'm like, I want to know. I want to understand. Well, like, Negan. I knew Lucille so was named after it. his wife. Right. Yeah, there was a lot. So, yeah. Uh, also, the fact that Hillary Martin is lying. So, so in, <laughs> so in the comic, uh, if you... If you're reading the comic, if you're looking at the comic version, um, there is a comic called Here's Negan, which is the introduction of him, which is giving you the backstory. And it shows you who he was before everything. And it shows you, you know, he fooled around on Lucille. He was not very good to her. She got sick. She had cancer. She died right before everything happened. She came back, she attacked him, and he was just like, uh, nope. And he barricaded the door to the hospital so that she couldn't get out. He didn't have the guts to kill her because that's his wife, you know? And that alone ruined him. Right. And he eventually found a group. He you know, got to a point where he found a baseball bat, put the barbed wire, called her Lucille, and then started slowly building the survivors. 
that's kind of where everything started. And because he was so broken from the loss of Lucille, he just kind of became numb to right. everything. Understandable that's essentially too. what happened. Very your understandable. Majority of your humanity is exactly. Gone he at just that kind point. of was like, I don't care. Yeah. Now, one thing that I liked what they they did this thing because of the fact that with COVID they had to delay the actual um, finale of the last season of season 10. And they ended up doing some bonus episodes um, that ended up being really cool that they, they kind of gave you a couple of like additional things that were never in the comic. Um, like you found out that, at some point, Daryl had a girlfriend, which was kind of neat. Hmm. Like, oh. I, I thought that was kind of cool. And she is now in this season. Um, which she's a bit of a twat, but <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Because um, she's in a group with bad guys and she sucks. Um, <laughs> but you just can't get away from it. I know, right. <laughs> um, and, you know, you, you, see the animosity between Negan and Maggie. Like, Maggie just, mm, there's a lot of, like, hatred there. And Negan is trying. He's trying. He really is. Like, he's he's really trying to find that forgiveness because he's like, I don't like what I did. I'm sorry. But she's just not hearing it. But the last not, episode that yeah. they did was Here's Negan, but they kind of redid it a little bit to give you a little bit more humanity to Negan where Negan was taking care of her in their home during the beginning and it was so overwhelming I, I'm pretty sure I cried the entire hour <laughs> because it was just so sweet and they cast his Jeffrey Dean Morgan's actual wife as Lucille Right. Hillary Burton. And it was so fucking beautiful. Especially because of how much they actually do love each other in real life. Like, you can see it on their Instagram. You can see it on, like, oh, my God, I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. I mean, I've met the man. I get it, Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. I oh totally, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. He is, <laughs> he is, he is a I got it. <laughs> dreamy. And I mean, I am happily married, but I totally get it. I, I would... <laughs> Foof. I would foof. I would foof. <laughs> that man. I, mm. But mm. I'm I'm happy to hear though that the show has taken on that it that a better direction. Yeah, and like what I loved about that episode that, particularly is that uh, <laughs> is the fact that um, it really showed where he changed yes. because mm -hmm. when you know he left to like find her medication and then he came back and she was gone and she changed and like she left a note on the door that said don't leave me this way and he came into the room and she had unalived herself and wow it was that's sorry. i'm about to start crying <laughs> and it was really really devastating and he couldn't do it he could he couldn't kill her and 
Um, well, on that note, um, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. And then at that point, like he, he was like, that's it. And he, like you saw the immediate shift and it made sense as to why he turned into what he is. Which I think really though in life could happen to anybody. Right. Very easily. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I, I feel like there are reasons as to why Negan is the way he is or why he was the way he was when we first met him. Um, The time that he has spent in his cell has changed him a lot. It's, it forced him to be with his thoughts and forced him to think about what he did. Um, And he tried, he has tried to get Maggie to understand like, I am a very different person. Um, Although (laughs) in a recent episode, he did say, you know, we're very different. Things are different now in this world. There's less reason to fight, less people to fight for. And she's like, so you're saying that you would have done things differently. He's like, yeah, I would. I would have killed every single one of you. And she was just like, why are you saying that to me? He's like, because that's the truth. What do you want me to say? And, I mean, for him to be completely honest like that, though, that's saying something he's too. Like, so. Yeah, he's like, if we're going to, tr- if we need to trust each other, we need to be honest. And I was right. just like, well, <laughs> at least you're not lying. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I don't blame him for thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Because still, even looking back, he killed a shit ton of his men. Exactly. Because honestly, if I were in that position, I don't really blame him for feeling that way Mm -hmm. because yeah, it would make sense for him to be like, yeah, I would have killed all of you because then I wouldn't be in this position. I wouldn't have been forced to be in that cell. I wouldn't have been forced to go with the whispers. I wouldn't have been forced to be where I am. So I, I get where he's coming from. With that being said, I like that he's changed. Mm -hmm. I like that he feels like he really needs to help Alexandria and he has made this good bond with Judith, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, He's really grown very fond of Judith. Um, Which if, and correct me if I'm wrong, are they, is this sort of taking on what, because originally in the comics, wasn't there a big connection with him and Carl is that kind of where they're Mm -hmm. sort of placating on with the show now. Yeah. Because Carl is him having that connection now with with Judith. Because that fucking stupid little gremlin, uh, Scott Gimble fucking killed Carl for no goddamn reason. Um, Judith kind of took on that role and I, I like the connection that they made. Right. Um, because in the comic, the baby did not make it. Right, 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 right. Um, sadly. Um, but I, I like that they kind of created that in the show. Judith is probably the only person in Alexandria who is okay with Negan and trusts him. Right. So I, I like their connection. When she's a also a child and through the innocence of a child, she's only been able to see who Negan is now. Now. Yeah. Versus... Exactly who he was yeah the 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 sins of what he's done before but um you know if there's always one thing i will say about that show uh 
before we wrap up is that the human elements of that show Mm -hmm. are so important and speaking Mm -hmm. to a lot of just things that we're going through now, things that could happen. We've become, I feel like we've become a society where we're more divided than ever. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're seeing a lot of this tribalism and people sort of pulling into these factions Mm -hmm. of, this is my group and this is my group and this is my group. So when really, especially with a show like that, is that if shit were hit, were to hit the fan, mm-hmm. let's say it was a zombie apocalypse, you can't have that division yeah. like that. We it, It's shown enough, mind you, this is a show, but it's shown enough that the more divisive you stay, the less things are going to work out. Right. If you really turn it into a us versus them yeah. scenario, it does not work out. Yeah. It it doesn't work out. And I, I think that people do forget because a lot of people tend to complain like, oh, there, there's enough action with the zombies. People tend to forget that this show is not about the zombies. This it never was. about This is a show about survival. Right. And... You know, I've seen so many, like, reviews about episodes where it's like, well, you didn't see enough zombies. Because it's not fucking about that. (laughs) I've seen that, too. Like, this is about the survival about these people. This is about the relationships between these people. And if you're not grasping that, you're not seeing the deeper element about this show or about this comic. You're just looking for the gruesomeness and you're looking for the, you know, the the eating of people. If that's what you want, watch a zombie movie. Right. There's enough of them out there that go more into the that gore are of it. And less of yeah. You want the gore, go watch a zombie movie and leave the show alone. I know that the show is not for everybody and I get shit on plenty for still really enjoying it and being very passionate about it. It's it's my favorite show and it's something that I have been passionate about for 10 years. It's a comic that has always been a big part of my life. Um, and I, I'm always going to love it. It's always something that I'm gonna be very passionate about and I will always defend it. To, I will defend that shit to the death. I will defend Negan especially to the death. Um, and it's fine that people don't like it. I don't have a problem if people don't like it. I don't have a problem if people don't watch it. But I am a very big, you know, person that feels that if you like something, like it and like it passionately. Right. And, and also let other people be happy. Let like, other people just... like things. <laughs> just let fucking people like things. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Let people not like things. That's fine. But don't shit on people for liking shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's okay that you don't like it. But don't rag on people for for liking it and for being passionate about it. If if they're passionate and they love it, just let them love it. Right. Yep. And, and, and that's about anything, period. Period. Just across the board, just let people like things. And I can't tell you how many times people have gotten on me like, oh, that show's still on. Yes. And I love it, and I'm going to continue to watch it every single Sunday. It is my favorite thing, and it's something that brings me a lot of peace and a lot of joy, and I will continue to love it. It's I'm sad that it's ending, but I know it has to 
because we're reaching that end like the comic is over the comic has been over right um so we're reaching that that apex that it should end i don't want it to you know stretch out too far well because you get into things where it just starts to jump the shark and yeah you know, and i don't want and that. They, they're gonna go to space it. yeah i don't want it to be fucking game of thrones where it's like well george rr R. martin hasn't written Please another book so we're just don't. gonna make up shit right. like yes. i don't want it to Please be that don't do get that. me on my uh, yeah. soapbox with that show. Uh, yeah i don't want it to be that i want it to you know, be as fresh as it can be. And I know that, you know, they can't, I I like that it is not exactly like the comic because I don't know what to expect. Um, And they did that on purpose. Yeah. I think they should have anything that has a source material. Yeah. You should, in my opinion, anything that has a source material, you should deviate away from it a little bit. Correct. To give it some originality freshness. Yes. Yeah. and freshness for like ooh, a what's new crowd happen? of people because right. not everybody's going to be a comic book fan but everybody but not everybody is but more people may be apt to watching a show versus reading a comic book right exactly so exactly. um but yeah i mean yeah my biggest thing with the walking dead is in in relation to just the whole just going back to the beginning with the whole zombie folklore is really at its base is there's a human element to yeah, it. Exactly. There's a very, very, very human element to it, to the origins of the zombie folklore, mm-hmm. to the movies, to what it has spawned now with The Walking Dead. There is such a human, even though these are about undead, the undead, <laughs> yeah. there is a real human element to all of it. Yeah. And it sort of speaks to everyone in a way of, how would you handle something like that? Yeah. How would you deal it, with it? It is one of like the only survival. things that I've very seen much so. that made me truly feel anxious. Like genuinely like anxious about an apocalypse like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, who would I go, who would I want to survive with? Who would sure. I want to be like team up with and stuff like that? Yeah. And that's one of the things I will always thank that show for was that it yeah. did. Made it you, did bring, it made you think. It does. It makes yeah. you think. And I will never this is for Carl too, because he listens to it. Him and you are both team Negan and he has been <laughs> watching it and he gets excited about it. And I love it. I love seeing you guys get excited about it because I'm like, I don't watch it anymore because I don't care, but you guys do. And it's very something that you both hold very passionately and you love so much. And I love seeing you guys get so excited about it. He will tweet. He live tweets the entire <laughs> episode. He loves it so much. And I'm like, this is it doesn't matter if i don't care anymore yeah. they do yeah let them enjoy and it a lot let them of have fun do. which is why i love that you came on this episode because i was like you bring the passion back to the walking dead it's, it's for the people who thing. still watch it for the yeah. people who still know what's going on because yeah. we're like we don't watch it anymore but you do and we know how much you love it yeah it's so my, it's my favorite thing and you know there have been some really good episodes so far in this season i'm really excited to see where they go and how it ends and i have my own little head canon of how i want it to end and i really hope they bring rick and michonne back for the very end and i kind of i kind of might watch the very last episode <laughs> like you know i kind of need to do that i'm thinking that's where it's gonna lead I, I'm pretty sure because there have been some little rumors that they've been talking with Andy Lincoln about it, um, but we'll we'll see. Um, I, the, fingers crossed that that's what they're doing because nothing would bring me more joy than seeing Rick 
walking through those gates and seeing I think I would start crying seeing Judith honest. seeing Judith and then seeing RJ and like wow realizing that that's his child like that that would I would lose it I would be done for like <laughs> fucking weeks I'd be like I'm done I'm gonna I'd be like I haven't even watched this for like four years and oh my god this is so much <laughs> like I'm gonna go walk into traffic now because I need nothing else in my life I'm gonna go die because this is it <laughs> Uh, so I think, like, I, I would really, I'm looking forward to it because Angela Kang, Kang the Conqueror, has definitely flipped the show to where I have wanted it to be for a long time. And I'm very happy with what she has done with it. Um, she has definitely fixed it because <laughs> Scott Gimple, that stupid little troll, has definitely, you know, he fucked it up for quite some time so I, I as as a massive fan i can openly admit that he definitely fucked it up for a couple seasons um you're not the only one that has said that though yeah and no, I, you're I, not I, I, but I and it is it is it. you know hearing people say that that i mean carl agrees it it had its moments but oh yeah you stuck through it and now you're like yeah it, it's much better now it's much so. better she fixed it she definitely has done a lot of good for it so i'm very happy with where it's going um so I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes, and you know there have been some really, there was one episode this past season, like just this first part that genuinely had me like anxious and scared because there is a character who's deaf on the show, and there were a lot of elements throughout that there was no sound, and had me wow. Like it's like some hush shit. It, it had me very scared. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> I'm actually very terrified right now because I don't like that I can't hear anything. It was it was very scary, and it was but it was so well done, and I'm just I'm really happy with where it is right now. So I'm very excited to see where it's heading, and the characters are being developed actually developed for a fucking change so it's 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 good and i'm happy because this show means the absolute fucking world to me so it's not for everyone and i know that but it's 100 for me and it makes me happy so hey well good well thank you for coming yeah. on yeah sorry for, for blabbing you're, like, well, you're going on about something you're very passionate about i wouldn't expect anything less um so thank you so much for yeah, coming absolutely. on the episode and thank you for um, inviting me of course absolutely so. fucking love you so <laughs> plug yourself again ma'am yes uh again my name is lilith cash uh you can follow me on instagram uh at lilith cash again it's mostly going to be my modeling so if you like seeing cute mugs uh you will see a lot of my cute mug because uh, i am uh, an absolute 10. Um, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I honestly would give you a 15. But uh, well, you know, I didn't want to like, go that far. <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, most recently, I did get a cover for Retro Lovely Halloween edition. So that's pretty exciting. If you care about that shit. Um, <clears throat> and you can follow me on TikTok as well, at Lilith Cash, um, where I talk about the most random bullshit um go follow her because she's really fucking funny i'm hilarious <laughs> and i again i just talk about whatever comes to mind because i i have adhd and i just say shit so yeah 
<laughs> well, we love you anyway. I love you. So, you guys, next week we are actually going to be doing a listener's choice episode. And we will be posting um, stuff in the next few days for you guys to be dropping some ideas of what you would like to hear us talk about. If you would also, um, what or I'll be doing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that's a perfect segue to lead into our socials. So on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at DFWTO Podcast. The handles are DFWTO8811. And we are on Podbean, Instagram, Instagram, Podbean, <laughs> iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Give us a follow. You will always know when we put out a new episode. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. We love you. Be safe out there. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. original. Bye. Deuces.